right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Gambling with the Grappleman. Being joined here by uh, the usual suspects, CJ, Billy, and Dino. But guys, I had a hell of a week last week. Not only did I hit all four games, got them right, you guys called me a dumbass. Not only did I hit three out of the four over-unders, that puts me seven and one of the week. But I'm going to say, you know what? That's 4-0 on picking games. The first time anyone's ever gone undefeated in the history of the time. I think I might be a genius. I think I might just actually be a genius. And you guys got nothing to say about that, huh? Because I am a genius. You got nothing to say because I won the week with 4-0. No, it's, 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 it's utter shock and amazement that you called yourself. a genius. All I had was, you know, leaping Lanny Poffo flowing through my fucking head as you're standing there, you know, reciting fucking gay-ass, queer-ass poetry about some dumb shit in the middle of the ring, and you're standing there going, I am a fucking genius. Like, okay. Okay. I am a genius. You got it, dude. There was four games last week. Someone won them all. (laughs) Your picks were quite bleak because I am a genius. You doubled your total on the year. Yeah. Damn right I did. Yeah, you should have went to the fucking casino on the games this week instead of the games last week. Yeah, I should have. But you know what? Starting Friday here in Michigan, we are uh, able to go live online. No need to go to the casino. I can place legal bets right from my phone. So I can go broke this weekend. But speaking of guys who's who's been betting on the line through uh, what is it, Bovada? There, young man, you have had you had quite the weekend uh, with the gambling this week online. I mean, I did all right. I didn't actually gamble, but or was that me or was that Billy? That was Billy. Billy had a, a big weekend on the Bovada. Sorry. Yeah, I had a little bit on Bovada, and then I had a little bit on another app, but um, the one app I was telling you about. But it's been bad football, man. Good matchups, fun, exciting matchups, bad, bad football. Under and three out of the four games. Yeah. Well, that's this this is January football, guys. Hey, how do you guys like the uh, the Golden Girls matchup Sunday afternoon? The Golden Girls playing quarterback. It's the highest scoring game of the weekend. I mean, I give it to you, but it's fucking brutal football. <laughs> Highest scoring game of the weekend. It, well, <laughs> Green Bay and the Rams had the same amount. They both scored 50 points, but nonetheless, there was only two quarterbacks. That's offense. Love their teams at 30 points, and they're playing each other this week, and that's Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. As predicted, as predicted, not only does Andomican Sue end Alex Smith's career two weeks ago, he also ended the career of Drew Brees. Call it done, just as Don't I predicted. You fucking say it. Fucking say it. He didn't end Drew Brees' career. He didn't do any of that shit. He didn't even fucking do anything to Drew Brees. Oh yeah, he did. He ended his career, put the fear in him, so Drew Brees couldn't even. He couldn't Drew even Brees throw the ball. Drew Brees was doing a good enough job on his own. Drew Brees had a torn rotator cuff. Oh wow. Did anybody hear that? That's a long way from the heart. Everybody wants to sit there and they want to they suck Tom Brady's dick off because Tom Brady caused all those interceptions. 
It because is. Tom Brady and his Jedi mind tricks was like, Jared Cook, you will fumble. So Jared Cook fumbles. He's like, you know what? You're going to throw an interception. We're going to get the ball back at the fucking one-yard line, and I'm not going to do shit, but I'm going to get all the credit for it because I threw 199 yards, I completed 18 out of 39 fucking passes, and I am the GOAT. The GOAT, they say. Because I am the great Drew Brees, or Tom Brady, or whatever the fuck he is. Are you, are you just upset that you wasted all that money on that Saints hat and they still fucking suck? No, and they don't fucking suck. Oh, you wait. They're a hundred million over the cap. Good night, Jim Cut. Good night, Jim Cut. You're gonna be right there with the Lions in the next couple years. Oh no, no, no. Next year is a totally different year. James the hell, maybe. Maybe Drew Brees comes back. Who the fuck knows? Him and Uncle Phil are done. Who's done? The Bucks did an awesome. The Bucks were awesome with Jameis Winston at the helm. You're right. They're doing awful without him, aren't they? Well, let me let me ask you this. What do you think Jameis Winston would do with Rob Gronkowski, Antonio Bryant, Chris Godwin, Scotty Miller, Mike Evans, fucking Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, and a pretty decent offensive line? How many hey, of those players were there last year? He's gonna throw forty touchdown passes and. 30 interceptions. <laughs> exactly. I did some, I did some research today. Than, than, he, than he had last year, right? It doesn't matter who's on your team if you're going to throw it to the other one. <laughs> yeah, Drew. Well, what, what did you have, Billy? Billy had some, Billy had some stunning I, I, research. He did. I did some research today to back you up here, CJ. So out of the eight games that Brady and the Bucks have played a playoff team, they have a total of 85 drives, right? Out of those 85 drives, they have 20 touchdowns and 16 field goals. That's not bad, right? Not a bad clip. Six of the 20, they started in plus side territory. In eight of eight others, so 14 of 20, the eight, the drive got extended by a defensive penalty. Six out of 85 drives, they've fucking... Went full Rihanna and grabbed the keys and went for a drive. Six out of 85. That's Brady bad. ain't got it. I, <laughs> my man! That's what I'm saying. Tom Brady. Fuck your Tom okay. Brady shit without all these fucking players around him and without the greatest fucking head coach in the history of football. I mean, goddamn. He took a shit team, almost took the shit team in the New England Patriots, who don't have anybody, to the fucking playoffs. Tom Brady, give him some people. Throw him some pieces. He's 643 years old. Let's see what he does. Give me a fucking break. I think, I think 645. It's, well, either way, it's the media's fault. The media hype that they, they suck his dick yes. so hard. Yes. Dick so hard. Yes. They're like, Tom Brady is the greatest fucking player of ever who's ever played in the history of fucking football. Accurate. If Tom Brady played for the Cleveland Browns or the Jacksonville Jaguars, or the Detroit Lions, would we be talking about fucking Tom Brady right now? Probably. Tom Brady the fucking been out of the league in five years. Goat my ass. You can't you don't, they know build what, a team around Tom you know Brady. No one chaps my ass for, with people around here. People around here fucking pump his tires because he went to Michigan. 
But, <laughs> but when he was at Michigan, they were pumping Drew Henson's tires. They wanted nothing to do with Brady. Yeah. Drew Henson, bright kid. Oh, yeah. yeah, our cousin fucking played baseball with him. Go yeah. dogs, baby. Yeah. Um, um, it's Bucks, the Bucks without Jameis Winston don't make the playoffs. Bucks <laughs> with Tom Brady make the playoffs. Jameis the Winston Saints with Jameis Winston at the helm. Super you Bowl. Had your time. You had your time. Oh, Jameis oh, Winston oh. had more completions to the New Orleans Saints when he was a Buccaneer than he had as a member of the fucking New Orleans Saints. Number yes. three. True. Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember how he played this year. You had your time. Number three, Bruce Arians admits Tom Brady coaches the fucking team so he gets credit for everything they do. Point and match. He's signing free agents, throwing the football. He's a player, GM, and coach. Name another NFL player that's done it. He's got He's Will Ferrell and Semi Pro. Name another player. Yeah, I mean, really? Antonio Brown, not much of a factor, right? But Antonio Brown wouldn't be on that team without Tom Brady. Rob Gronkowski was retired. He was he was a wrestler. He was hosting WrestleMania. He was diving off balconies. Tom Brady goes to the Bucks. Ron Grosky comes and, and follows right along. So, yeah, I mean, you're very valid there that he's he's the uh, the GM. And then um, I believe the the, the the thing came out in the post game where Bruce Arians said, well, I just let Tom do what Tom does. So he is coaching that offense. Offensive he coordinator. said, I sit back and let him coach. New England didn't let him coach. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to be 0-1 and, and I'm coaching sorry, in Leonard, NFC championships. Has Leonard Fournette been relevant since 2016? I'm sorry. Didn't Antonio Brown flame out in two other different places? Big Ben, your fucking Big Ben had, had Antonio Brown. How many playoff wins did Big Ben have, motherfucker? But Tom Brady turns it into an, uh, an NFC Championship game. Just saying. Tom Brady has more NFC championship, more NFC playoff victories than most of the NFC teams. Just saying. Not hard to do when you got the Lions and the Cowboys. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> He played the Falcons twice. Played the Panthers twice. Nonetheless, that's our first game of the week. Arguably the best quarterback of all time. And arguably the Aaron best Ross? quarterback no. in football today. Tom Brady leads his Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're getting three and a half points when they travel up to the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field, where they play the Green Bay Packers. Led by Aaron Rodgers. Now, just to be clear, these guys don't ever get on the field at the same time. So I just want to make that clear. That's why when everybody says it's Brady versus Rodgers, it's funny. It's just the Bucks versus the Packers. Three and a half points makes things very, very interesting. Tampa Bay throttled the Packers in week six. But then again, the Saints throttled the Buccaneers earlier in the season as well. Um, and that didn't matter come playoff time. But the weather in Lambeau is supposed to be bad. It's supposed to be ugly. It's supposed to be nasty. Brady, a good cold-weather quarterback. Rodgers, a good cold-weather quarterback. But what about all the other players? What about everybody else who's got to go out there? Are they acclimated to that Tampa Bay sun? We know Gronk can play in the cold. 
But can Leonard Fournette, a guy who played at LSU, played in Jacksonville, played in Tampa Bay, is he a cold-weather back? Well, we're going to have to find out on Sunday afternoon when they play each other. But you know who is a good cold-weather back? Aaron Jones. You know who else is a guy bred for the cold? Jamal Williams. Well, A.J. Dillon bringing 250 pounds thumping up the middle. Hopefully he doesn't fumble this week. But three and a half points, I don't think it's going to matter. I feel like this is a year where it, the media and the hype is behind Tom Brady. The media wants a Brady-Mahomes Super Bowl. I've been riding that Tampa train for a while. However, I am jumping off this week because I think Green Bay gets it done at home. This team of the Packers is the team that I feel like has the destiny on their side. Things are clicking there. Tampa Bay is who the media wants. But when you look at the two teams played, Green Bay seems like the better cohesive team. I think they can get this done by four or more. I'm taking the Packers. Billy, what do you got with your research on this one? Greatest quarterback of all time. We'll be moving on to the Super Bowl. And Betty White and the Bucks are going home. Green Bay is going to steamroll Tampa Bay. That's all you got. I mean, there's nothing more to say. Tampa hasn't played anybody. They played Taylor Heineke two weeks ago, and then they played the one team in the fucking playoffs that had the worst quarterback than Brady. Dude, it's a fantasy ride. It's it's Make-A-Wish. It's Tom Brady's end-of-the-career Make-A-Wish. You did mention a player a couple weeks ago. Vita Vea supposed to be back this week. Does that make a difference to you? Eh, maybe from 21 down to 17. All right. CJ, what do you got? I'm going Green Bay because fuck Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And fuck the dollar can sue, too. He's going to start some shit with Rodgers, try and step on his foot and shit again. You know? Now, when he played for Detroit, that's okay. But now that he's in Tampa, fuck him. Green Bay. I'll get the popcorn ready for this pick. I know. Bounce off of you, bud. Listen. You, you don't. You don't. You just don't. Bet against the greatest quarterback, uh, the greatest statistically accomplished quarterback in the playoffs. He is the Michael Jordan of football. That's not, you can't argue that. He is the Michael Jordan of football. Thomas Patrick Edward Brady Jr. He's also a Michigan man. I like to ride with Michigan men. Well, what else do you like to do with Michigan men? I like to support them when they're the greatest quarterback going.
Now listen. Pack probably win this game, but it's going to be nasty weather. Points are going to be at a premium. Uh, Tampa Bay's linebackers are fucking ferocious. Nadamakan Sue still, still has some some legs left under him. I don't think running is going to be that easy for him. Uh, for, for the Packers, I think the Packers win, but I think the Bucks cover. I think it's probably a three-point game. All right. We go to the other game this week. Billy, I guess uh, you can kick this one off here. It's Buffalo. They're getting three points, and they're traveling to Kansas City to play those Chiefs, the defending Super Bowl champs. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I didn't do any research for this one. I just had to do some research to show how bad Brady has been this year. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like Statistically, last year, seven. So, you guys watch UFC, right? So I feel like what happened to Mahomes on Sunday was he got choked out. I feel like it wasn't, you know, how you kind of get choked out, you get lightheaded, you know. I feel like there's no way he misses. And as much as I want Buffalo to win, because I feel like it would be so cool to see, I just think Kansas City steamer. They were my Super Bowl pick at the start of the playoffs. I'm going to stick with them. I, I'm taking Kansas City big here. I hope I'm wrong. I want to see Buffalo. They just cannot run the ball. I feel like Josh Allen's just not going to be able to make enough plays to uh, keep up. All right, CJ. Yeah, I picked the uh, – I picked – Kansas City to go to the Super Bowl, so I'm gonna ride with I'm gonna ride with Kansas City. Although I I wouldn't be surprised if Buffalo did win. I think this is gonna be a matchup for the next you know few years between you know Josh Allen and uh, Patty Mahomes. I think they're gonna go back and forth. I think. Uh, you know, I think it's going to end up being somewhat like the Patriots were with the Colts and the Steelers and back then, you know, 10, 15 years ago. I think they're going to end up, you know, trading off back and forth, see who goes to the Super Bowl in these championship games. But I think they're, I don't know, it's going to be tough. It's, it's going to be a good game to see how, how this all plays out. But I think uh, I think Kansas City's got too much firepower for the Bills right now. We're going Casey. All right, Dino. Here's the dirty little secret the NFL does not want you to know. The gap between Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen is not that big.
the gap between Tyreek Hill and Stephon Diggs is not that big. Now you've got comparable matchups there. So where do you go next? You go, okay, tight end. Travis Kelsey. Possibly, eventually, the best tight end of all time. At least one of them. Very good player. I think everyone's been spot on. The difference here, I think, is the running game. I don't know the stats from last week, but I know it wasn't great. Um, and without that 102-yard interception return, without Lamar Jackson getting taken out of the game, I, that, that, that's a lot closer of a game. Um, Bills probably still win it, but it's a hell of a lot closer of a game. Um, what was the spread on this? Three points. Yeah. I think you have to go. They haven't covered shit all year, but you still have to go Chiefs on this. Buffalo only rushed for 32 yards last week. 16 carries for 32 yards for what it's worth. And how much of that was Josh Allen? <laughs> By seven? Yards. Seven carries, three how yards. Much? Seven wow. carries, three yards. I was at 10% of their fucking yards. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I. And by the way, I think Josh Allen might have a stronger arm than Patrick Mahomes has. Just, just me thinking. You know, this is a, everything points to Kansas City, the low spread. Much like how I feel like Green Bay is just that team this year. I think Kansas City, playoff experience, every, everything tells me in my brain, go with Kansas City here, but my gut, my big, large, humongous gut, got to listen to that thing sometimes. Maybe I listen to it a little too much. Maybe that's why it's big and humongous. But nonetheless, my gut is telling me I need to go with the Buffalo Bills here. I think this is a game that comes down to a defensive play. Josh Allen's more known for making turnovers and throwing interceptions than Patrick Mahomes, who's very efficient. But Patrick Mahomes is coming off wobbly legs, whether he'd been choked out, whether he had a neck injury. Maybe he did get clipped in the jaw on the way down. Maybe he, he is concussed. Who knows what the real story is with Patrick Mahomes. But needless to say, I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be a little shook. I think he might throw a little wiry ball. Not to say Buffalo's going to get a 102-yard interception, but I think Buffalo's defense will make a big play early on in the game that will set them up, Kansas City to play from behind, which is scary as hell, but I think Buffalo gets an early lead. It comes down to a last possession game, like I say every week these games do. I think Buffalo somehow somehow pulls this one off. I don't know why logically I just have that feeling, and I've been wrong all year when I have these feelings, except for last week, and if I'm hot, might as well get hot at the right time. So I'm going to go with Buffalo here. 
I'm still trying to talk myself into it, but I'm just going to lay out and go with Buffalo. Here's a, here's the thing to consider, too. If you're going to take Buffalo, let's just say, for shits and giggles, Patrick Mahomes is, gets ruled out for Sunday. You still have to deal with the newly premiered primetime Chad Henney. <laughs> another, another Michigan man. Michigan man. We could have a playoff and a Super Bowl. Of two Michigan quarterbacks, Chad Hetty and Tom Brady. I wonder it's, if that's ever fucking happened before. It's possible. And, and, and you know what? What a year for Michigan it would be. 2020, Michigan football terrible. 2021, they re signed Jim Harbaugh. They're <laughs> on a new deal. Things are exciting. And then look, if Tom Brady could get to the Super Bowl. Chad Henning could get to the Super Bowl. If you're a Michigan fan, that I mean, you your denim is real tight right now. Thank, thank God I roll with the tide. <laughs> Not even going to respond. All right, I guess we got we go to the over unders. Last week was not a good week for over-unders. I ended up going three for four. Billy, you got one. CJ, well, you you didn't get any. And Dino, you got one yourself. Um, we'll see if this is a better week for, this, for, for fortune for us here in the Tampa Bay-Green Bay game. The over and the under on this one is set at 51 points. CJ, what are you thinking here? I'm going over. Fuck it. I don't care. Snow, no snow. Doesn't matter. Aaron Rodgers is going to get 51 points on his own. Damn. Damn. Might run 50 yards for a touchdown. Watch Nadama and Sue try and chase him. These these two teams did combine last week for 62 points. I'm going to hand it that over was. just because uh, Rodgers is probably good for 35, and I could see uh, Betty White throwing for a couple pick sixes. Dino, you got I'm going under I'm with you I'm going under as well 51's pretty steep Buffalo, Kansas City Dino, I'll have you go first here so everybody gets a crack at going first Uh, 54 on that one Under Chiefs are better than the Ravens, and they didn't do shit against the Ravens. So let's go 50. Let's go under. Uh, I think I'm there with you on the under. That's a high score. I feel like last week them in Cleveland were set to have a, a shootout, and I was wrong. Uh, or no, I, I I felt like the thought was it would be a shootout with a real high score, and it, it ended up being the under. So I was right on that one. Um, but the uh, this week. I feel like, again, that's how it's going to be primed is, is Allen and Mahomes slinging it out there. But I feel like it's just an under game. Billy? This is this has under written all over it. I'm going to just bank on the theory. I'm, there's been, what, 10 playoff games? And there's been maybe one good one? There has to be a good game in here somewhere, a good, high-flying, high-scoring game. 
I'm, I'm hand me, give me the over. Give me the over. I'm probably zero for two on that one. Your high flying is going to come. That Henny faces off with Tom Brady. Fifty-four, yeah. You figure thirty-one, twenty-eight, and that wins it right there, right? Uh, yeah, puts it up to fifty-nine. Yeah. So we're going. We're going the over. All right. Real question: Is they going to let Brady leave early to go uh, deflate some footballs? Probably going to need it. Probably going to need it in that cold snow. This is a week where it's really going to come down and be important with the tiebreaker points. Um, we'll go with that, uh, the Buffalo-Kansas City game. I think I'm going to go with... I think I'm going to go with... Uh, would that be... Uh, I'm going to go with 41. Hey, what's, the over, what's the over-under? 54. 54? I guess I can't pick 44 then, huh? <laughs> I mean, you could, you know. <laughs> Just hedge your bet for real quick right there. Yeah, right. I'm going to hedge my bet. Give me 44. <laughs> All right, CJ. Give me 59. 59. I know. Give me 38. 38. All right. That's the picks for the week. I will say on a serious note, it, it would be cool to see Brady go out and win and win a Super Bowl. I mean, it's got to be his last year. It, he is probably the greatest to ever do it, but I can't stand how much everybody fucking slobbers over him. So I hope Aaron Rodgers pummels him. It was an interesting stat that I saw today. Like, I didn't realize that four out of the last seven years, the Packers have been in the NFC Championship game. Like, that never occurred to me. I don't know why the fuck I ever thought, you know. Isn't it crazy they took a quarterback in the first round? I mean, you know, Aaron Rodgers is a has-been. Paying attention down there in Allen Park. Fucking gone, you know. You're you're still a little high on that pick, aren't you, Billy? I'm taking Jordan Love. Jordan Love, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's what Rodgers did. He sat for, what, two years? I think three years. Wait, you thought that was a good pick? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was real high on it when they did it. For sure. He's going to sit behind Rodgers for two, three years. The perfect. Okay. I mean, you look at, like, Mahomes sat, you know. Rodgers sat. Allen was thrown into the fire right away. Brady sat. Brady sat and Drew Bledsoe died. <laughs> There's three or four playing that all had to sit before this started. And Allen had growing pains his first couple of years. Yeah. I mean, he's like, this year has been his first. Like, holy shit, this fucking guy's good. And, well, and did anybody. Lot... Go ahead, Mark. 
I don't know if, if anybody saw. I've referenced the interview a couple times. What Josh Allen did this past offseason that seems to have made all the difference. Anybody see that interview? I, yeah, I saw it. But go ahead and, oh. and lighten up. For, for those for those who didn't, he basically he did what golfers do when they time up their club with and their swing with their hips and everything. He's been throwing his entire life with just his arm. Yeah, I this was say time him up to get his hips into it. And it's made like, all it seemed it seemed like his feet, like he had like his that. feet like shorter. It seems like they're like more spread and he's just twisting. And, flipping. Yep. and he's not bouncing anymore. First couple of years he kind of bounced. It doesn't seem like he bounces anymore when he's in the pocket. I don't know. Josh Allen's like a blue he's like a blue collar quarterback, you know, like he came from small town, fucking where California. Oh yeah, he's easy to root for. The whole Went fucking Wyoming. The whole it's, hard like that. it's hard for it's hard for me not to like Mahomes though either. Like all the hype that they had on Mahomes, I'm like, ah oh, fuck Mahomes, you know. But then you like you like watch him and you listen to him and you're like, it's hard not to root for that guy. You know what I mean? It's hard not to be a Patrick Mahomes fan. Or at least it is for me. I don't know. If you're a big Detroit Tiger fan, you might hate him. <laughs> Why you wanted to play for the Tigers? <laughs> Royals. I'm a, I'm indifferent. I mean, I I, I like them. I, I don't. I mean, Tom Brady's my least favorite quarterback of the guys left by far. But uh, but Mahomes, no. Like I mean, like he's drafted by the Tigers and he said, ah, I'm gonna keep playing football. Russell Wilson approached and I mean, look where he's at. The highest paid player, the highest paid athlete. Well, uh, or did LeBron's new contract trump him on that? Kyler Murray was like fourth or fifth pick in the baseball draft. Yeah. Got to go to the A's, wasn't it? Yeah, he went <laughs> So, this is an interesting um, big day in the news um, with uh, Philip Rivers retiring. Anybody got any Philip Rivers thoughts, CJ? I know you hate him. Yeah, fuck Philip Rivers. Well, I guess whatever. I'm not going to say that he's not a good quarterback because he's good. Is he Hall of Famer? Probably. But fuck that cocksucker. He's from Alabama. He doesn't talk a lot of shit. You know, he's never really fucking gone anywhere with his career. You know, he went to a playoff games, went to a couple of AFC championships and then kind of, you know, went downhill. That's that's somewhere. Yeah. And look who he ran into his entire career. He had Tom Brady and Peyton Manning in front of him his entire fucking career. And Big Ben with that Steelers team in their prime. Fuck Ben Roethlisberger. Playing in San Diego, that fucking Chargers don't give a fuck about football. Right. Oh, everybody wants that. Which, you know, I mean, I, I love Uncle Phil, man. I, always, I got a soft spot for the Chargers. He was always one of my favorites growing up. But, he, man, he was so bad this year. It was time. It was time two years ago. Yeah. He's definitely – he didn't age well. But his game was never going to age well. And I think – of his 17 years, 14 of those years, I think was the stat I heard. It was one of three quarterbacks made it to the NFC to, to, to the Super Bowl. So I you can't fault him. He's a very good quarterback, Hall of Famer, probably not. I Maybe how they're lasting. You can fault him, but I do think he's Hall of Famer. I think he's a definite Hall of Famer. The fact that he never missed a game, he has what 202 yeah. consecutive starts. Never missed a game in 17 years. That's insane. 
And he's got he's top ten all time in every passing category. And who knows by the time you know his Hall of Fame's up was it five years when it's, when it's time for the Hall of Fame to come around? Like you you can't. Makes sense. If, if people are saying Chad John or not Chad Johnson, Calvin Johnson is a Hall of Famer in what he did in nine years, then how can you say Philip Rivers is not a Hall of Famer in seventeen years? Because objectively, here's here's how you do it. Because Matthew Stafford has never had any help. Don't you know that, Dave? Don't you listen to the people of Detroit? Matthew Stafford has never had any help. Calvin Johnson sucked. For the most part, they were good when Calvin was here. But Calvin Johnson was the best receiver in football when he played. Phillip Rivers was never top five quarterback when he played. That's the difference, I think. See, to me, I'm on the fence with a Calvin Johnson going in the Hall of Fame. Because, like, I look at, I think Reggie Wayne is in the same class as a wide receiver, and to me, Reggie Wayne is more deserving than Calvin Johnson. I would agree with that. I don't think he's a first ballot, like, T.O. Hall of Famer, but I think he's, he's Calvin's a Hall of Famer for sure. Gal- yeah, there's no doubt about it that Calvin Johnson was the best wide receiver in the game when he was playing. However, he only played, like, nine seasons. He doesn't have any postseason much success at all. He played for the Lions, and they've been to three. Was he there for their third playoff game? I don't think he was there for the third playoff game. I think he was only there for two playoff games. And Yeah, but I don't know that you can hold that against a wide receiver. No, but then you also can't then put a, put a quarterback. quarterback. I mean, why the fuck, you know? Quarterback far more. And I don't think it should as much as it does. But when you're, I mean, when you have as many good quarterbacks as you do, I don't know. I, I mean, quarterbacks are always going to take the fault and credit for 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 Super Bowls. That's just how it, it's how it's always been. It's how it's always going to be. I don't even. I don't know. I think it depends on the contract. Think of the fucking uh, Trent Dilfer props when he played with the Ravens and the Ravens won with that defense. I mean, probably. Like, Weren't, were they, weren't they sucking Ray Lewis's dick then? What about Flacco? I mean, you know, Joe Flacco's a great quarterback. Where's he at? The Jets now? Yeah. Yeah, you get you can pull you can pull out examples, but when you're talking about Brett Favre, you're talking about John Elway, you're talking about Joe Montana. I mean, when you're talking about uh, Peyton, that was the thing with Peyton until he won with the Broncos. Oh, but he's only got one Super Bowl. One of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Oh, but he's only got one Super Bowl. Drew Brees, one, statistically number one or number two best quarterback of all time. He's only got one Super Bowl. It's just how it works. And I don't understand why it works that way. It's like they knocked Peyton for not having, you know, all these playoff wins, right? Well, fuck. You guys got to. The goddamn New England Patriots. You know what I mean? It's like it was like back in the fucking 70s with the Oakland Raiders playing the Pittsburgh Steelers all the time. Everybody's like, oh, the fucking Raiders and all their fucking shit. But, I mean, when you're running into a fucking juggernaut of a team, you know, like how, like, it's a team. It's not one fucking player. That's, that's, I mean, you know, football is the ultimate team sport. It's not like it's basketball where one player can take over everything on defense. Like LeBron, like when LeBron, like when LeBron won with the Cavaliers, when they won that fucking championship in Cleveland, that was LeBron James. Like, even yeah. when Jordan at his best, Jordan took over some games and won. But Jordan had, you know, Scottie Pippen and and fucking uh, uh, John Paxton and fucking some other players that were around him that had that. 
LeBron didn't have that when he was in Cleveland that year. Like, yeah, I mean, fuck, we got J.R. Smith and then that fucking dude from Australia. What, what the fuck was his name? I can't even Kevin remember. Kevin Love, all-star. Perennial oh, all-star. He got Kevin Love. Did he have Kevin Love then? But didn't Kevin Love have, like, a busted arm then? No, when they won the championship? No, Kevin Love wasn't there yet. Yeah, was, he was. Hey, you're he probably thinking of Matthew Delavidova? Delavidova was the guy from Australia. I couldn't think of his name. It started with a D. <laughs> <laughs> Here's you know, the thing, though. If the quarterbacks make 25% of the salary cap, you're going to get hung with the success. You're going to get hung with the blame. I guess. That's the way to be. Needless to say, Philip Rivers, to me, I mean, <laughs> hard to not put the guy in the Hall of Fame. I mean, his career, oh, like, so I... I can look, compare him a lot to Dan Marino in a lot of ways, where Dan Marino went to championships, never won a championship. Dan Marino had great statistics. Arguably, and a lot of people will say Dan Marino is the best player to ever play that position. And then Aaron Rodgers is like the second guy that people are now starting to compare in that, that the best quarterback as far as having the ability to throw the ball, read a defense, read a field. Um, Rogers only has the one Super Bowl, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yes. As well. So you look at that, and it's like, do you look at these other players? And Marino oh, was in Jim Kelly and uh, and um, John Elway, and he had the buzzsaw as well. And he went up against Montana in the Super Bowl, and that 49ers team, which was freaking ridiculous, and the Bill Walsh, that was that mod, that was that era's New England Patriots. So. When I look at Marino, that's who I'm comparing Philip Rivers to, not to say they're anything uh, similar to each other, but I think statistically you look at Marino and statistically you look at Philip Rivers and you can't put one in without the other. And Rivers, just 17 years and not missing a start as a quarterback, that's enough right there to put the motherfucker in because how many quarterbacks have started for 17 years, let alone how many quarterbacks started for 17 years and never missed a game? He might be the only one. Yeah, I um, yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't be mad at it. Here's 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 a here's a question for you though. You got you can only pick one to go in, Eli Manning or Philip Rivers. Who do you put in? Same draft. Oh, that's that's a good question. Um, personally, I'm putting Rivers in. Manning will probably. Bet. That'll be. Are you saying I feel like I'm in the minority in that. I feel like a lot of people say Eli because of the Super Bowls. Yeah, but I mean, as far as like on a talent level, Eli Eli was a good quarterback. I think Eli's a Hall of Fame quarterback. But Philip Rivers, statistically, you know, was better than Eli Manning if you take the Super Bowls out of it. Like I'm sure put their stats next to each other. Because Eli got on those fucking, those Giants teams that went wild, you know, they beat, they beat the fucking Patriots. Like, the first one that they won, I was in New Orleans during Mardi Gras, and I'm down there, and everybody is rooting for fucking Eli Manning, because Eli Manning is from New Orleans. Like, we're in a bar with fucking Patriots fans, right? And fucking every, even there, like, you get caught up in the moment. It was, it was insane. Like, the whole, like, Bourbon Street is just fucking crazy for the New York Giants. Like, it's just, everybody's like, oh, fuck, yeah. And, you know, 
it was it was it was it, it was something, man. It was something to fucking see because I think that was the year the Patriots were undefeated going into the Super Bowl and the Giants beat them. And then you got the fucking Tyree helmet catch and shit. That was just like I'll never forget that game. And Tom Petty, I remember Tom Petty played the fucking halftime show. I don't remember why I remember that. I remember Bruce Springsteen playing one the year Pittsburgh beat Arizona. Why I remember those two halftime shows? I have no fucking idea. I was really drunk during the Tom Petty fucking Super Bowl though. But you, I remember, you know, all that shit. Yeah, I mean, they both go in, but if you can only pick one, it's hard to not. It's hard to not pick Eli because of the market. I think Philip Rivers is a better quarterback. He's a better quarterback statistically, but if you're going to pick him, you have to look at the guy who was a face of the NFL. He was in. A, he was a household name. Eli Manning played in New York. He was uh, bigger than the game. I mean, the guy hosted Saturday Night Live. He was in all kinds of commercials. Those are things that you look at where he was such a star outside of football. In a way, he's a lot like Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw never had great stats, and Terry Bradshaw never, like, was considered that great of a quarterback. I think Eli's a better quarterback than Terry Bradshaw. But Terry Bradshaw won four Super Bowls and just had such a huge personality to where here we are. 40 years since the guy took a snap, and he's he's as big of a star now as he was 40 years ago. Eli isn't doing the the stuff like him, but 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 isn't doing the the post game and the Eli's uh, personality isn't any isn't isn't like Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw no, is fucking wild and crazy. Eli's no, more, at the time you know, how Terry Bradshaw became bigger than became who he was was because he won the championships. For uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers team in the 70s and 80s, they were it was the Steelers and the Cowboys. Those were America's teams. Those were national teams. And Eli playing in New York, he transcends football in a way. Same with Peyton. And I think you'll see Eli's name pop up in a few years doing things, whether it be on TV or something else. Eli oh, is yeah, not – Like Peyton does Peyton's places. Yeah, like he's, a, he's a celebrity on Peyton's top of – more charismatic, I think, than Eli is. So I think that's kind of where that goes because you know you got Peyton Manning out there talking shit about Tom Brady when they're going to golf, you know, with Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson and shit like that, you know, like he's like he goes through his whole thing, and it's kind of like it's like Tom Brady doesn't have the personality, you know what I mean? Like like Tom Brady's kind of like a fucking I don't know. How does this always come back to Tom Brady? Let's say who about Phil Brady? Tom Manning. I was just well. I mean, we're talking about Eli Manning. We're talking about Does Eli. Infiltrate? Do you have nightmares about Tom Brady? Do you have like avocado toast nightmares? No, I don't even like avocados because of that motherfucker. Well, eat avocado ice cream. No, tell, tell me where he hurt you. Where did Tom Brady hurt you? Jesus, never, never hurt me. I don't me. Even like Tom Brady, but you put me in a position where I have to defend the motherfucker. <laughs> Why? Why do you have to defend him? Yeah, why do you got to defend him? Like, you got enough motherfuckers out there defending him. Like, fucking 90% of the goddamn media. Give you a that's why that's fucking... one day or something? It's kind of like, you know, I remember watching that first fucking Super Bowl when they played the greatest show on turf with the Rams. And that defense knocked the fucking Rams all over the field. But who gets the Super Bowl MVP? It's not Adam Vinatieri who kicked the game-winning field goal. No! It's Tom Brady who threw for 245 yards. Why? Because they wanted to make that motherfucker a star for some ungodly reason. They're like, oh, he's a clean-cut, all-American-looking boy. We're going to throw him out there. 
He's not even supposed to fucking be there right now because that's Drew Bledsoe's position. If the Buffalo Bills did not Drew Bledsoe's fucking cave his chest in, be a whole different fucking story. Tom Brady wouldn't even be Tom Brady. That motherfucker should be thanking Drew fucking Bledsoe. But he's not. memory serves me right, those Super Bowls from like 98 to like 2004 was like the big boom of the internet era. So they were doing a lot of fan voting because remember the Ravens winning and Brandon Stokely at one point had the most votes to be the MVP because of a touchdown pass he caught. And I think Troy Brown in that Super Bowl was actually getting the most votes up until the end of the game when they really were, were talking about the remarkable story of Brady. So the remarkable story on the broadcast of him coming in for Bledsoe is what pushed the fan vote. If I'm not mistaken, that was like the boom of the internet, and they were really pushing people to vote for the Super Bowl MVP. So it was the people who chose Tom Brady, not the Tom Brady, so Tom Brady is the rock. He's the people's champ now. Is that what you're saying? You're damn right he is. Hey, here's the thing, though. Here's where you have to be impressed. Aaron Rodgers has had old teammates come out, talk about what an asshole he was. Brett Favre, same thing. Ben Roethlisberger, fuck Ben Roethlisberger, same thing. All these star quarterbacks. You've never once heard a bad fucking thing about Tom Brady. From from a teammate. I'm sure you could find something if you did enough research, but... Hey, Wes Welker, been, he, got, he got thrown into the line of fire one too many times. He's going to come out and say something. But the other big news that we... Asked Wes Welker who was the better quarterback when he played when, in Denver with Peyton Manning. Who was better, Tom or Peyton? He's like, well, one guy played for Tennessee, and the other guy played for Michigan. One guy wears number 12, the other guy wears number 18. Or after the college. It was through the whole fucking thing. It was a stupid-ass fucking conversation. He didn't want to come flat out and say... Peyton Manning is God, and Tom Brady is, you know, a semi-god. He didn't want to go out there and say that. Because, you know, he didn't want to throw Baby Tom Brady and Bill Belichick under the bus. Because he's, you know, the New England Patriots have been out. So we've talked enough about Tom Brady. we got, we got other yeah. big news that I wanted to touch on before we, uh, before we wrap. So the other news I want to touch on before we wrap up is uh, the Detroit Lions officially have a head coach in Dan Campbell and a GM in Brad Holmes. Um, I don't know. Thoughts? Anybody? Dan Campbell is a fucking meathead. Like, he's just this jacked-up fucking, you know, steroid-using motherfucker. No, no, I'm not going to say he's on steroids. But, I mean, he's just, you know, he's just fucking... He's a goddamn meathead. I remember when he coached in Miami, and I've seen him coach with the Saints. Like, he's a fucking tight end coach. I'm not going to say that he's not bad. He might not make you want to run through the fucking wall for him. But how the fuck is he going to change the Detroit Lions? Like, what is he going to do? Like, is TJ Hawkinson going to be the next big thing? Like, is, you know, like, I mean, what's he going to do? Coach that motherfucker up to where he's like, you know. What else can he do? If, If they trade Matthew Stafford, I will give them a chance. If Matthew Stafford is the quarterback next year, fucking good night, Jim Kite part two. I'm out. We'll watch him. Um, Dino, you got any thoughts? I don't know enough about him. I, 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 of course, they would hire the one fucking guy no one else was looking for. I don't know. 
Yeah, no, nobody else is trying to. It wasn't a good job, though. I mean, who are they going to get, you know? Get a third uh, I mean, I, I'm actually. Five picks. We've got five picks coming up this year. I'm there, bad. Go ahead, Dick. For, uh, I'm I'm happier with the with the Dan Campbell decision than I would have been with like Eric Bieniemy or any other like play calling guy. Like Bieniemy isn't even the offensive coordinator in Kansas City because he's like the run game coordinator and there's a pass game coordinator. But Dandy Reid was calling the plays. But Dan Campbell to me is like he played in Detroit when they were 0 16, so he's part of that team that lost. He's also been part of a Super Bowl winning team with the Saints. And he's been a coach for like 10 years. He has head coaching experience, although it was on an interim level. So he knows he knows what it's like to lead a team. And a lot of players said he was a good leader. And a lot of guys in the Saints vouched for him saying he's a good leader. So I, I think those are the guys that make better head coaches are guys that are leaders and not play callers. Um, if you've got a guy who can do both, like a McVay, then you know, you're, you've got like your unicorn. But Campbell, I think, is going to be a player's coach, too. I know a lot of people are out there are thinking he's just going to come in here and try to be a hard-ass. But that's what Patricia did, and it didn't work. I think Dan Campbell is the guy who he played, so he knows what players want. No, uh, they all like anybody for that's for him or knows him say he's a player's coach. Like, they like the guy, and they'll play for him. Yeah. But one thing is, is like, you have to. He has to surround himself with the right people. You have to get the right offensive coordinator. You got to get the right defensive coordinator. You got to get the right team around you and the right players around you that are going to play for you. You know, like I mean, it's. I think it's more so going to go on what the fuck they draft and who they get through free agency and where they go from there. You know, as far as a collaboration between him and Holmes is how it's going to work. They have to be on it on the same page together. They can't not. You know what I mean? Like. I- I am a little worried that they hired a GM and didn't let the GM hire the coach. That worries me a little bit, but he did yeah. get final say. They didn't announce it till he talked to Dan Campbell. But I see I, that doesn't bother me as much. So I think a lot of teams do that successfully with a hire separately. Some teams it works the other way around. Um, last time it didn't work here. The GM got his guy as the coach, and look what happened. I just don't like the idea of an arranged marriage. Well, here's here's what going back to ways trade Stafford to Indianapolis, bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick and rebuild for a year or two. That's 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 key to success right there. I mean, they signed him for six years for a reason, which is, is a long time to commit to a guy to be the coach. And if you're not rebuilding, how do you give a guy six years if you're expecting him to win next year? That's a that's a bold contract to give a dude six years after you've had three years of hit, of, of like, bad football. You're not winning Indy like year three or four. It's like Jim Schwartz. Schwartz had what six years, right? And he Five. didn't start winning until well, whatever. But you know, he didn't start winning until his last season. It's last year season for most of these teams. Most situations, it's year three. Look at Buffalo. Yep. Yeah, they went to the playoffs, but they like this year they're like a real deal team. Year three of Josh Allen and in the McDermott and and that whole, you know, that whole uh, I got I can't find the word scheme system. So it takes three years, and if they are the smart thing, I think everybody says is move Stafford. If you can move him for a first and a late round pick, do it. What Why is not? Stafford? Oh, I think you get more than that. I think you get a first and a third for him. Yeah, not but for, for uh, what I mean, like the first and a third for. 
I could honestly, I could see a team like Indy being so desperate, giving you a first and a second. It wouldn't surprise me one bit. It wouldn't surprise me, but I, for a 12-year quarterback on the downside of his career with a broken fucking back. I t- yeah. They need to wait until Deshaun Watson gets traded. And as soon as Watson gets traded, if he doesn't go to like San Fran, Indy, Tampa, I think I think Brady's going to be done. Washington needs a quarterback. Like Miami and New England are really the only places that can afford him. As far as like afford the trade, I mean. For Deshaun? Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to Miami. There's no way. No way. A lot of that too was part of the trade. Unless they were saying is they give two away and then like a first round or a second and third round. They have to cut two guys from their defense. There's no way. What's what's Stafford's contract? Like, how much money do we still owe him if we trade him? Is he on the end of that contract? He's got yeah. a trade contract. Yeah. He's got, I think, two years left, right? Yeah, this was his last, like, untradeable year. Yeah. And it's, like, two years yeah, left, so and it's, like, 20 mil. It's not so bad. It's for a quarterback in the new season. Sign that big, that big contract. Yeah, it was like four years ago. What was that, Billy? You had the details. I couldn't really hear like, you. Once this new season or whatever, like in, in March, you know how like the new calendar season starts? I think his, like you could trade him pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah, it's technical like point. draft time in April. If Max Stafford is like, like five, trade him. See you later. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what they're going to do either. Like pick number seven. Like, do you draft a quarterback with that? If it's, I mean, which quarterback do you take? You know, Depends Justin on there. Fields is still there. You know, like no, you take, if Fields is there, take him. Other than no. that, you go Mac Jones. Do you go fucking yeah. uh, the kid from Florida? Do you go no, anywhere else? You know, no. like it's like taking Josh Rosen. Well, you know, you're just taking a quarterback. Because you need a quarterback if you trade Stafford. Right. I don't know. That's why I don't know if they trade Stafford. Because if there's no quarterbacks in this draft, then what are you? What are you? What are you getting? You know, like if you sit another year with Stafford, and then you wait till next year, you know you deal. I mean, because you know who the fuck's the backup? Chase Daniel? Are we going to win with Chase Daniel? You know. Have the they're going to be free and quarterbacks all over the place. Michael Parsons. If they're not taking quarterback, it needs to be Michael Parsons. If he's there, Michael Parsons is going to the top five. I think he'll be there when they pick. It'll be interesting nonetheless. And there's a lot of draft, like, a lot's going to happen between now and the draft. A lot's going to happen, uh, you know, with this Lions team, Aaron Glenn. Did they like sign him? I was just going to ask about that. Did they get Aaron Glenn? Because I, I saw where they had talked about, like, was it yesterday I saw? They signed Aaron Glenn, or a couple yeah, days ago, the D coordinator. They, and today they they're signed, like, no. Signed a D coordinator, but didn't have a head coach yet. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's official. It's kind of like the, the Campbell situation where it's, like, heavily rumored. And that was rumored last week when, when Campbell was rumored that if Campbell gets the head coaching guy, Aaron Glenn's going with him. I heard that. I think I heard that, like, last Thursday. But um, yesterday kind of got reported out that it was real serious. And then I didn't hear anything today. I heard he was interviewing with other teams. But he's the front runner for the D.C., which to me means you got to get an experienced offensive coordinator if you're going with a 
head coach with 12 games and a first-time DC and a first-time GM, ideally the guy calling the plays should have some experience. And in an perfect world, Daryl Anthony Lynn. Anthony Lynn. Anthony Lynn. Perfect spot for Anthony Lynn. We'll see. Could I mean it would make sense. We shall see. But we're approaching that hour mark. Do we have any other closing thoughts? Big. I mean, we're gonna find out who's uh, going to the Super Bowl by uh, 10 p.m. on Sunday. Tom Brady, Chad Henney. Very possible. So disappointing. Very possible. So, all right, guys. Appreciate you jumping on. I'm in from somewhere to play quarterback then. Who was that? Drew Henson. If it became Chad Henney and Tom Brady, wouldn't Drew Henson, like, didn't Drew Henson come after Brady and then Henney come after Henson? Isn't that kind of how it played out? Something like that. Oh, Henney was, Henney was when I was in high school. It went like John Navarre before Henney. Yeah, John Navarre was before Henney. I forgot about that motherfucker. Man, too bad that too bad ESPN's not carrying that Super Bowl because if you had Brady and Henny with Brian Greasy in the booth, yeah. oh man, Ann Arbor. Brian Greasy won a national championship for Michigan. Then he got the shaft. Like he went to Denver and they were like, "Oh, this guy's a fucking alcoholic." Who gives a fuck? You, and you know? you know, Michigan fans would eat it up. Eat it up. <laughs> the highest rated Super Bowl anybody oh, in the state of Michigan ever Michigan man, gonna win the Super Bowl. And then you know, Aren't you wearing looks... a Michigan hoodie? Did I not see that correctly? Oh, yeah. I, I'm... <laughs> so you don't even want to get me going on Michigan. Throw some Elvis Gerbach in there. We need him. We need him out there. I could, go on, a, I could go on a rant for the fucking ages about Tank Michigan. Tank Forcier? Wasn't, wasn't, it, wasn't that his name? Tank Forcier? Wow. <laughs> I get the Nard out there, too. Place but... Nard Robinson? We'll talk to you guys next week about Super Bowl 